Hey there, this is Ashley, and you're listening to the Motherhood Unfiltered Podcast. I am so glad you joined us this week. As usual, our topic is about real life, unpolished, imperfect, and unfiltered. I keep it real so you can too. I don't take it for granted that in the little bit of time you have to spend on yourself each day, you choose to spend it with me. So let's get ready to be refreshed, to laugh a little, maybe cry a little, and celebrate all the things we face together as we discover our purpose in and out of motherhood. If you love me and you love this podcast, then I have something else you're going to love. Go to my website at ashleyhenriot.com and check out my store. I have the cutest items, teas, tanks, stickers, and even my favorite coffee cups. And of course, free shipping. What mom doesn't love free shipping, right? You'll find my message of empowering and encouraging women there as well. And because you listen to this podcast, I'm going to give you, my friends, a code to get 10% off. Use code LOVE10 and get 10% off your whole entire purchase. I'll link it in the show notes for you as well, sister. If you can't find the right moisturizer and you feel like not only is your skin driving you crazy, but your mind, then I have the thing for you. It's my secret weapon. As many of you know, I'm a big advocate of CBD oil. Did you know that CBD oil carries no THC? My favorite CBD oil and all things CBD including my favorite body lotion and even face mask. Also, things that I ingest like gummies, so good. It's all from Uncle Bud. I'll drop the link for you in the show notes. You guys, I had the privilege of being on my friend's podcast, Jordana Barchove. Uh, she is amazing. Amazing. I love her. And I get to have her on now, Motherhood Unfiltered. You guys, this is probably going to be the most, I'm going to say it, favorite episode you're going to be listening to. When I was on her podcast, we had so much fun. So much fun. Listen, you guys, she's an Orthodox Jew, born and raised in Brooklyn, New York, moved to Clifton, New Jersey, where she got married 27 years ago. Wow. She's been teaching Torah, mm -hmm. okay, um, which is the Bible, but they call it the Torah, for 26 years to middle school students. Okay, listen, you guys, this is what I love about her. She is a dean at a middle school. She is the bomb.com. And she does programming. Her mission in life is to inspire anyone and everyone. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. I love her perspective. And we have actually similar beliefs. I'm so excited. Thank you for being on here today. Jordana. With an A at the end. Jordana. Yeah. My last name is Henriot. And a I lot of people say either. it wrong. <laughs> and I'm like, it's just like it's spelled Henriot. <laughs> so like. I'm so glad that we have that similarity as well. <laughs> Even that we're similar in, right? Yes. I did not introduce you in, in, or did you justice just how amazing you are. Would you do me a favor and 
I always ask my guests this, could you pray or speak a blessing or a word over our conversation and for our listeners and our friends? Cause I know they kind of get tired of me. <laughs> okay. So I'll be my pleasure. First, Ashley, thank you so much for having me. It's like unbelievable. Like, you know, it's so wonderful to connect with you. You are awesome. You're the bomb, but I would definitely say to the listeners and I'm, I'm really praying to God that whoever is listening, hears what they need to hear. You know, sometimes we say things, the two of us, and we hope a certain message gets across, but we don't know if it does or if it doesn't. And we think we're sending a certain message. And then the listener's like, oh, I heard this and we meant that. But really, we just hope that whatever message you need to hear and whatever strength we could give you, we're giving it to you. That's really my prayer for this upcoming podcast right now, that it really does wonders for you. I'm in the middle of moving like real life. You guys know I like to keep it real. And so um, my life is chaos, literally. My house is chaos and I don't do well with chaos. And so I'm like in that lingo, like we're moving in a week. What do I pack? What do I not pack? I do really well under pressure. So if you told me to pack the day before we move, I got it, man. Let's do it. But stuff like this. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to pack. I'm just a mess right now. And, but we're still going to have a good time. Remember, like I said, this is going to be like our favorite episode. So you and I are very similar in our passion for women and just like really spreading the message and the truth of the Lord and just being able to be confident and, you know, helping women see God and his truth and the love that he has for us and how he truly heals us. And times that, you know, of our childhood past or any toxic relationships and the trauma that comes with those things. God has done that for you. You shared, you shared a little bit with me and I would love for you. Could you tell us a little bit about your story? It's amazing. And I, I don't want, I don't even want to touch it. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. Get the tissues ready. You know, <laughs> like, oh my gosh. So first of all, I'm, I'm 47. I just want to put that out. Oh there. my gosh. You guys, she looks amazing. <laughs> amazing. I am so drawn to her. I am so drawn to you. I think that's what it is. Just genuinely like drawn to your spirit. Yeah. You're yeah, such people have a good energy, good energy. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a mother of six and I happen to have three grandchildren already. And if you would have told me that so many years ago, where I would be where I am right now, I would not believe you at all. And it goes back to when I was about 20 years old. I, I was 19, got married for the first time, was not a good marriage at all. Um, it was very short, short-lived. I got divorced when my daughter was five months old. I mean, that alone tells you if you're, if you have the strength to get out of a marriage when your child is five months old, it must be pretty bad. And so, yeah, thankfully I got out and about three years later, I married another man, but I guess, unfortunately I wasn't healed from whatever I needed to be healed from or what I'm working on. And I married another man and I was married to him for almost 23 years, had five more children but it was a very uh, emotionally abusive marriage. And I was embarrassed. I was truly embarrassed to get out. I didn't feel good about myself. I felt I was worthless. Look at me. I, I used to say to myself, oh my gosh, again? And I was like, I was, a, I was just so afraid to really do something about it. And then, believe it or not, about 
I think it must be like six years ago or something. I was still married because I've only recently got married in July. I divorced in July. About six years ago, stormed to my house, police, 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 police. I mean, I'm talking about, I had 14 or so officers storm my house, ended up, I got arrested. My husband got arrested. He was unfortunately... Uh, you could find it online. So I could just say <laughs> he was, uh, he had a bad vendor. He had a side business on Amazon and he was uh, purchasing stolen goods and selling them. And uh, I'm not going to go whether he knew, didn't know, whatever it was, but happy the business was in my name. Here I was working full-time as a teacher and a middle school dean. I mean, I, I work like a dog. I mean, I was out of the house by 7.30 in the in the morning, home by 5.30. I wasn't running his business. I had nothing to do with the business. He just had it in my name. I don't even know why he had in my name, but it was in my name. So I got arrested and that was like traumatic beyond. And I think my family were like, oh, she's finally going to leave him now, right? She's finally going to leave him now. And I just couldn't do it then either. I thought for sure when he went to, he ends up going to prison. I was, they dropped the charges on me because it was silly for me to be charged with any of that. Mm-hmm. He ended up going to prison. He was sentenced for three years, but he ended up going to prison for five months uh, he was on a special program. It's called ISP, Intense Supervision Program. I think my whole family was really thinking like, okay, she's going to leave him now. Like she, now he's really proven how, how like, like he's dishonest and I couldn't do it. I said, oh, I was always so hopeful, always forgiving, right. always like, oh my gosh, he's going to come back and he's going to be a changed man. He came back and he wasn't a changed man. And I just had to make a life for myself. That's what I needed to do. I said, I I can't be stuck in this anymore. I went for therapy. I really worked on myself and I really started having my own separate life. I would go on vacation, believe it or not, by myself. I would go on weekend retreats by myself. I volunteered for different, uh, or two different organizations. I was out of the house twice a week at night, really just trying to keep myself busy. And then COVID hit, COVID hit and no more coping mechanisms. I had no more escapes. I couldn't leave my house. I couldn't go to work. I didn't have my volunteer work. All I had was my life smack in my face, staring right at me like a mirror. And I was like, this is, this is, this is not good. This is not good. And then I remember I had a friend, this friend made a comment to me and it was the most powerful comment. I think that woke me up. You know, that's why I started with the prayer. I said, you know, Maybe people said this to me before, but it didn't resonate. Right. So you never know when something someone's going to say something. <laughs> so this friend said to me, I, I had mentioned, I'm so unhappy. And the friend said, you know, everyone deserves happiness. I said, what? <laughs> like in my head, I'm like, yeah. what? Wait, I knew I didn't deserve happiness. I thought I didn't deserve it at all. But if you're telling me everybody deserves happiness, and if my neighbor deserves it, I deserve it. All of a sudden, I was part of everybody. And I said, I'm going to do something about this. So I was really on for a year before, even before COVID, I was on a mission to better myself. I had started started losing weight. I was transitioning my jobs. I wanted to pursue my passion of public speaking and really putting out the word of God, like you said, inspiring women. I had gone on a trip to Israel and I took a group of women in the summer of 2019. And I'm like, this is it. I'm so I was really on the path already of self-discovery and rediscovering myself and, and really putting myself first and my children first, which I hadn't done in my entire life. And God gave me the strength. I said, I'm not going to do this anymore. 
And I used to say that previous years that I was going to just do it. But you know, this time I said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And I remember, I remember the date, April 19th. I went for a drive with my ex-husband and I said, this is over. And he's like, you said that before. I'm like, no, this is over. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not. We went to the rabbis and, and they said, don't you love? I said, I'm not talking about love. This is not healthy. He doesn't see me. He doesn't see my worth. And so I was starting to doubt my self-worth. This is not how God intended for me to live. This is not how God intended for my children to live under such tension, under such, I, I can't even, the anxiety, the stress, how someone's going to talk to you, make you feel, I never did anything good. And when I would go to work, it was like living like a double life. I go to work, I was like the cat's meow. Like I was like, everybody like is in love with me. And if everybody's in love with me outside of my home. My children, I got along with beautifully, my neighbors, my work, anybody I meet, like you said, I have this energy, but for some reason, not with my husband. And I, it, I just couldn't anymore. I mean, I thought he was just going to totally destroy me and, and I wasn't going to allow that to happen. And so thank God we went to mediation. We didn't, I didn't want to go through lawyers. I didn't want to like, you know, let's save the money and then the headaches and the emotional stress. And by July 3rd, I was divorced in, in Orthodox Judaism. You have to get something called a get. It's a Jewish divorce. Um, and I got it. And you and don't do that when you're a, like in the Jewish culture, you don't get divorced. Um, you can. I mean, there is a whole, I think that's a, might, might be a little bit of a myth, a little bit of people think that there's a, like, let's talk, talk about, about that. <laughs> okay. This, okay. So I'll talk about, so the Talmud, if we talk about the Talmud, there are a lot of tractates, a lot of volumes in the Talmud. One volume is called divorce. So it's a, a misconception. If you're not allowed to get divorced in, in Judaism, why do you have a whole volume on divorce alone? So you, you are allowed to get divorced. You know, there are people that frown upon it. Yeah. Like the, a lot of people look down on it. Down upon it. Yes. Yeah. That you're right. It's, it's frowned upon. Correct. Yes. A hundred percent. It is frowned upon, but you know, just like anything, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. And, uh, I held my he head up high and, um, I moved out. I said, you know what? I'm, I'm not, and I had a, I had a gorgeous home. A what, gorgeous home. what gave you the boldness to leave such an abusive situation? You know, you know, it's frowned upon. You have kids with this person. What really was it when your friend told you that, like that piece of advice that she gave you then, was it what really got you somebody, I, I can be happy as I'm not, I'm not happy. What was that for you? Cause everybody has that, like, I've had it. I'm done. Like I said, um, I didn't think I deserved happiness. And I, even though I know that God loves me, even though I, I know no matter what I do, he will always love me. For some reason, I just felt I didn't, I don't know why I felt maybe he was getting in my head already, my ex-husband, thinking that I don't deserve it. But it was really, I have to say, it's part of it was the COVID and all my kids coming home because they all had to come, they all go to school in different locations and schools were shut down and all my kids came home and I hadn't had all my kids together in such a long time. And I start, and I'm starting to watch the interactions in the house during COVID and um, my kids are watching interactions between me and my ex-husband. And it was downright painful. I remember one, if I could share one episode 
We were trying to have family dinners, right? I mean, that alone was craziness and making all those, all those meals. And like, like I turned into a restaurant. I wasn't used to doing that. Like I used to only just make dinner. All of a sudden I have my big boys, they're huge home and they want, you know, they did breakfast, but then I had to make lunch and dinner. I'm like, hello. Like, this is not, I'm not cut out for this. Like I like to cook and bake, but no, what's a day? I'm with you. I'm with you. Gosh. So, so my ex-husband wanted us to sit down for dinner and I'm sitting there and he's berating me. He's, you know, talking not nicely to me. And afterwards, I'm, I'm not a good poker face. Like you could read me very well. Me too. <laughs> I, yeah. My older son comes over to me afterwards. He says, we're not doing that again. I said, what do you mean? He says, I'm not allowing you to sit through that ever again. You are physically in pain. He said to me, you are physically in pain and we are not going to sit through that again. And I listened to him. And uh, the next night when my ex-husband went to dinner, he says, are we sitting all down to dinner? I said, you know, no, we're not. We're not going to sit down to dinner again. Everybody has different schedules and I could give you dinner and then I'll give the kids dinner, but we're not doing the whole family thing. It just wasn't, it just wasn't happening. And you should know, I was getting really angry with COVID and the different messages that people were giving out. During COVID, I don't know if you heard this, Ashley, but I was hearing it in in the Jewish circles. This is the perfect time for you to work on the peace in the home. This is it. Like God, God is forcing everybody to be together and you could just elevate and you could just Ah, and I was yeah, like, yeah, but I think that God was like making us also face some really hard right. truths to yes. deal with them. Right. If I tell you, how about all those kids? And I was burning up inside. How about all those kids that were in abusive homes and they were forced to be with their abuser during this period of time? I, I think about the kids. I mean, yes. I was an educator as well. And I think about the kids and what having to be with their abusers that long or the kids that were starving. Yes, it was. Yeah. It was just really crazy. So I think COVID really was the mirror for me. I'm telling you, I had no way to cope. Any outlet was taken from me. Thank God. Because when I didn't have those outlets, I couldn't numb myself. I had to face. Yeah, you couldn't stay busy. You had to face it. And and yeah, you had to learn to love yourself. Yes. Yes. We're harder on ourselves than more than anybody else. And it seems like that toxic relationship feeds into that insecurity and, you know, keeps you really down from truly loving yourself. Like they see that insecurity and instead of helping you, like your kids were helping you, your son was helping you. It seems like he was trying to like keep it down. And that's, it's really sad that, you know, you went through that and that you went through everything that you did. I mean, I'm really proud of you. Let me say that. And I'm really proud of your kids and the woman and the mother that you are. And, you know, you sit here so confidently. I mean, who I believe in Jesus and I'm, I have that Christian culture and she has a Jewish culture and we're friends. That's a confidence. That's a confidence that we both carry in knowing who we are and to discover that in such a short period of time and take a different perspective of COVID from, you know, you hear that really crazy message about, oh, it's bringing us all together. But some people, it didn't. It was very dangerous. Like there were kids that were starving because their only meal was freaking at school or there was children with their abusers or women with their abusers all the time 
like you, you have to face those truths, like those hard truths and some most fortunate situations when you face those hard truths, you can get out of them because you have to look at them right in the face. But there were others that didn't get out. They can't get out. And I just pray and believe that they're listening today and that they see and they hear that they can have the boldness like you did to look at it right in the face and be like, I'm not putting up with this anymore. I deserve to be happy. I deserve if for me, if I can share this, if that's okay, for me was that I felt worthless. That's where we relate. And I felt like I didn't deserve anything. And sometimes those thoughts can come into my head and I have Mm -hmm. to be real intentional about squashing them. You know, those lies, because your heart and your mind is always at war. Your thoughts and your heart are always at war. It's really interesting to me. And I think we've talked about it, like how a thought, well, I've talked with my girlfriend about this. A thought can change everything. It can change the way you feel about yourself, about people around you. And it's at war with what's true in your heart. You know what I'm saying? And for me, it wasn't until I truly believed that a man died on the cross for me. Like, wow, I'm worth so much that you died for me. And I can't live that. I can't live in vain thinking that I'm worthless when I have that belief. And that's really what drove me to get out of my situation and to better myself. And I think it's those things where it's like, hey, you do deserve love. You do deserve a better life. You can take control of your life and not let somebody else bring you down. And your story resonates that. It's so inspiring and how bold you are and how brave you are and how fearless you are. You are the definition of queen, of a queen. You know what I'm saying? I love that you said that. Should Um, I tell you why? Yes, please tell me why. So part of the thing that I do, right, you know, Ashley, but I'll tell the audience is that I do these weekly videos I can't, I can't believe you see how God sent this is crazy. This is crazy. You're going to think this is great. I'm going to blow her mind again. I love it. That's why we love each other. We have like, see, you can be friends. But, it's okay. But that's how you know. That's how, that's a, just let me share with them. That's how we know that what Ashley and I are saying is truths. Right. Because you're going to see what she just called me the queen. And I'll explain to you that next week we have a holiday. It's called Shavuot. It's the holiday of when we received the Torah on Mount Sinai. There is a book that we read on that holiday. So the holiday is Sunday night. The book that we read is called the book of Ruth. Right. Ruth, you know, I she's called. Ruth. I love Ruth. Ruth. She's the mother of royalty. Mm-hmm. And what I was going to be talking about, and I do my drink it in every Thursday. It's Thursday right now. And I was going to be talking about this week's Torah portion. And in this week's Torah portion, it's talking about how God, it's, it's uh, the very beginning of Numbers. That's the Torah portion we're up to. That God is counting us, counting the Jewish nation when we get to the desert. We're in the desert and he counts us. Why does he count us? Because we count. That's why he counts us. We're important. He counts us. And not only that, it says that he counts us with half of a shekel, which is a coin. He uses something that has value, that has worth to demonstrate to us that we're worthy. Why do you think we're reading the story of Ruth? Because she was a princess of another nation and she left that nation and came to Judaism because she was a queen. She had that confidence. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to blow your mind. She (laughs) had that confidence that we as children of God, he's the king. You and I both agree he's the king. We're the princess. 
that there it is. We're the yeah. princesses. Every you always hear me say, and I'm sure you have before. And when I talk to single moms, I'm like, I'm always telling them like, do you realize you're a princess and your father, your king father has a prince for you? Stop yeah. settling. Correct. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Like for me, I found the best husband in the world. And people ask me this and they're like, how, how? And I'm like, well, I didn't search for him. Princesses don't look for their prince. The prince pursues her. Mm. And I was, I looked at myself as a princess. And while I was a princess to my heavenly father, I was also a mom first. So my focus was being a mother. And, and I, and I didn't focus on looking for a prince. That wasn't my job. It was his job. Right. And it was for his approval. And and it's really important that we know that worth, that right. we know that it's, it's valid. It's valid to know you're valuable. And when you put that out there, when you put that energy out there, that you're worth something, then people see, oh, she's got it. Yeah. yeah. And, it's, and it, and that light draws people. And, and what do we do? We draw it to God. We give God the glory. And I wanted to ask you a little bit of some personal questions about being a dean. Yeah. <laughs> um, but before that, what what verse in regard of what we're talking about or piece of encouragement would you tell a sister now who could possibly be in a similar situation? I guess I would tell them that in the end, God is your true father. Meaning, you know, if you're if you're a mother, you'll understand exactly what I'm saying. For those mother listeners, that if your child would do anything, you love them no matter what. Like, think about it. As a human being, you love your child no matter what. If your child would splash water on you, you'd love them. If your child breaks curfew, you're going to love them. If your child wrecks up your car, you're going to love them. Come on. No matter what, you love your child and we're human. So take that a million times fold and remember that God is our father, but he's God. So he will always love you no matter what you do. If you could love your child like that, even more so God can love you like that. And so that's, that's really. Let that change your, like shift your perspective of who you are. You're loved. You're valuable. You're a princess. You are worthy of so much more. So listen, tell me a little bit to make it so, cause I'm sure people are wiping their tears right now. Um, let's talk about you being a Dean. Do you like it? Oh my God. You well, just started this podcast, right? Yes. yes um, yes. and you're taking this whole mission field and really inspiring other women, which I totally believe that you're supposed to do that, but you're also a Dean. That's like your, your thing. And you educate me <laughs> every time I talk to you. Um, so tell me, what do you like? Do you love it? I, I love people and I love children. I don't like like five-year-olds. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my thing. I, I like, uh, so I'm into middle school. I guess I'm just so used to it. I find their minds just opening up and, and they really, they really want to take in as much as they possibly can. And I just have a way with children and I have a way with people and they're very receptive. If I could just tell you, it was funny. We had a program last week in my school and we had, we had this major kahoot and my job while they're playing this 
trivia game, I was giving out treats, but the, there was music playing in the background. So there I am, I'm walking into every room with the package and I'm dancing, you know, to the music and, I'm, ooh, ooh, you know, like with the kids. And again, this is an Orthodox Jewish school, you know, I, I'm like, okay. And then afterwards at a teacher's meeting, a teacher said to me, she says, you know, Jordana, the kids said to me, how is it that she's always so happy. It's unbelievable. You know, so I have this positive energy and I just love it. And I love interacting with all different types of children. You know what it is when you give a child a compliment and you really know what garbage is going on in their home and you know that it's not doing so well because you're privy to that information and you're able to give that child a compliment and you see their face light up. It's unbelievable. Such I make it my business every day. I am conscious and mindful Every day I focus on at least one student to give them a compliment. And I'm not talking about, oh, no, I noticed them. Oh, a new hairstyle. Oh, I love that shirt. Where'd you get that shirt from? That color looks great on you. Glasses. Wow. You got new glasses. I notice everything. And the children know that I notice it. And you know what you're doing? You're, it makes me emotional because I'm, I was also an educator. So my heart, mm, kids are my thing. You know what I'm saying? And you're already planting seeds of worth for them. You're already planting seeds of confidence for them that they may not ever get anywhere else. You know what I'm saying? Because that seed of worthlessness, that seed of not feeling like we deserve love, we deserve happiness, that comes from some traumatic experience as a child or in their, you know what I'm saying? And you're already giving them that. You're speaking positive affirmations to them. Um, you know, we have a rule in our house and it's you're not allowed to speak negative about yourself. I'm a big, big person on therapy. And I think I've spoke to on another episode about this. Um, and my therapist said something to me because she knows I'm extremely hard on myself. Um, and one thing she said to me, she's like, I want you to see yourself as having five kids. You're the fifth one. You don't let your other kids talk negative about themselves. You need to stop too. Wow. I love that. Beautiful. Yeah. And so she's like, you need to go back to that little girl and mm. you need to really think about how would she, would you want her to speak to herself? And it really programs your brain and you giving those little compliments makes them feel like I'm seen, I'm loved, I'm appreciated and I look good and I got this and it gives, it, it bursts hope and they're always going to remember that. And so I appreciate everything you do. And honestly, the generation that is coming up into the difficult world that we live in, keep doing it. And because it's going to make a difference, we have to raise a really good generation to really be a light in the world that we live in today. And not only is my friend um, a <laughs> dean, she has her own podcast. I do. Yes. Can you tell me what led you to start it? What is it about? And then tell my friends where they can find you. Oh, okay, sure. Okay, so like I said, I had gone on this trip in 2019 with a bunch of women to Israel. And after leading these women who weren't as knowledgeable about Jewish life and the land of Israel, I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm loving this. And the other leaders were like, okay, Jordana, why don't you just send a weekly inspirational message to them so that it keeps them in the loop? And so I did. And, and for some reason, when I was giving over this message, I kept on saying to them, just drink in this message, like just drink it in, take it in. And so my 
older girls who are more social media savvy, like, hello, Ma, like just now post it. So I opened up a Facebook account. I opened up a, a Instagram account. <laughs> this is back in the summer of 2019. And I started every week, I just posted it. And then I just started trying to be a little bit more sophisticated with it. And I started sharing it. And then I really loved it. And that's when I said, you know, I think I want to go into public speaking. I, I was dabbling in it a little bit. I want to do it more. And I told uh, my boss, I'm not going to go back to work. I told him last year in February, he says, no, 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 no. You're going to come just come half a day and I'll let you do whatever you want. And I'm like, okay. You know, like, but he convinced me. And so then I hired a business coach uh, after the summertime and she really helped me. She really fine tuned for me how to present my video a little bit differently. And I had advice from other people that saw me online. And she said to me, you know, Jordana, I think it's time for you to do a podcast. I think you're so great with people. Why don't you start interviewing people? I'm like, I can't do that. It was like, I don't know. It was such a fear. You should know. I don't know why I had this fear. I couldn't. I just could She says, we're making a list right now of 22 people that you want to interview. Blah, blah, blah. I said, okay, fine. We made this list. And I said, I want to talk about social media and family. Because I just, that was something I was struggling with. So if I'm struggling with it, how do I post? And, and how much of my family, how much of my private life? Maybe other people have it. And I got six women that I interviewed. And you could find it anywhere. It's drink it in the podcast. You could find it on Spotify or any place you find uh, podcasts. And then I saw Ashley's account <laughs> on Instagram. And I'm like, this lady is awesome. And I said, okay. I said, the next series I want to do, I'm up to my second series is about women in overcoming life struggles. Because as you all just heard, I had plenty of struggles. I want to hear how other women got strength from it. And I reached out to Ashley and it was unbelievable. Of course, first I have this generic thing that I have that I send and I didn't see her respond. And I had listened to another podcast you should know. Uh, it's called Showing Up. I listened to this podcast and there was this woman on this podcast, on the Showing Up podcast. And she was talking about being authentic and she had done something and she was very authentic and it like worked out for her. I said, you know what? I'm going to be authentic with Ashley. I'm going to send her another message and I'm going to just lay it out there. I'll say, Hey, Ashley, I'm an Orthodox Jew. And then all of a sudden I sent that and boom, she responded to that because <laughs> I was authentic. I was real. And, and I finished recording the second series. And now I think the third series I'm going to look into is maybe doing single moms. Since I'm a single mom, the divorce and how, how life was for all the single mothers out there that are maybe in social media, how do they balance their lives being a single mom. So, you know, I just, I love to connect with people like with you now, I think we're really going to be such best friends. I do too. I know it's unreal. And I have another girl from, from my first series. We get together every week. You should know she lives in New Jersey, ended up, she lives in New Jersey, but since we did a podcast together every week, we speak almost every day and we get together face to face every week. See, that's how you make connections. You yes, just got to put crazy. yourself out there. Yeah. So, you know, so if anybody's interested, you could also find me on Instagram. My Instagram name is drink it in underscore Jordana. So you can find me like that. I even have a website called jordanatora.com and I do different services. I do life coaching. I think I'd shared with you that somebody had seen a reel that I had done on Instagram and this girl from Texas reached out to me. She goes, Oh, I want you to be my life coach. I just, I'm like, okay, that's amazing. Oh, okay. And it was, it was just awesome. And we had a lovely journey together. She felt such growth. So I'm, I'm all about connecting and helping which, whatever way I can. Yeah. And I will link all of this in the show notes so you guys can find her. Um, her podcast is called drink it in. 
It has a wine glass. We talked about that. She doesn't even drink. So it's really (laughs) funny. (laughs) But yeah, you guys get connected with my friend. Thank you so much for being on Motherhood Unfiltered. This was a pleasure and such a great conversation. I hope to have you again because guess what? You're I'm going to announce it on here. This August, we are going to start live streaming from oh. YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all at the same time when we record the podcast. So you can mm-hmm. find it anywhere and you can listen to it in real time. And I hope that I can have you on there so people can see your beautiful face. and see your beautiful spirit and we can just have a good time and when we see really interesting questions or comments we can highlight those and other people can see them yeah and we get to ask me anything yeah yeah it's going to be like a q a and so i'm really excited for people to subscribe to that so that will be launching at the end of august but thank you so much for being on here i really appreciate you oh thank you so much i always ask my guest my guest a really interesting question a really funny question what show are you watching presently right now give us the good stuff do not hold back do okay, not you're gonna see that i'm honest i'm not holding back you better not okay because if i if i'm not honest now then you're not gonna believe anything else i say that's right <laughs> <laughs> my current favorite show is younger have you ever watched younger no but i'm i'm interested oh my gosh well i'm like i'm a romantic at heart i am so, too okay so it's on its seventh series like seventh seventh season right now and i think it's finishing where okay. can you find it i i've been watching it on hulu but okay i got but, you but younger the premise is, a, is a, about a divorced woman and she's trying to get back into the workforce and she happens to look pretty young so she lies about her age and she <laughs> tells everyone, she, she tells everyone she's 26 when she's really in her 40s and i she's love it get, she's able to get a job like that but it's just, it's, it's a very short show. It's like usually, I think it's a half an hour each episode, but it just goes through her life and, you know, living her line, her dating and her, you know, cause she's 26. Guess who she gets to date? <laughs> like, so we can binge watch it. The episode. Yes, you can okay. binge watch it. Yes. Okay. I was big and I've said this before in Bridgerton. Have you seen that yet? Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. I did. If you don't watch it in front of kids. No, but and don't like, watch younger in front of any children either. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I told you I was being honest. Yeah, I told you I'm being honest. Up. Like I am like, I am all about the crazy shows, whatever. Yeah. Jesus still loves me. <laughs> yes. God still loves me. I'm yes. human. That's what it is to be human. Amen. You wouldn't have made me in this body. Otherwise. Amen. I'm so <laughs> glad to have had you on here and you know, thanks for just being so authentic and just being real and confident and being a light of the world because it's, we need more unity. We don't need any more diversity, right? Yes. Yes, If that's a, that's a message people get from us that hear you and me coming together, then that was worth it all. That was worth it. Yeah, for sure. Two confident women knowing who they are, their beliefs, and still being able to be friends. Yes. That's amazing. I love it. And the next time maybe you see us together, it'll be live stream. So I'm kind of excited. Uh (laughs) Thank you. Hey there, this is Ashley. And you're listening to the Motherhood Unfiltered Podcast. I am so glad you joined us this week. As usual, our topic is about real life, unpolished, imperfect, and unfiltered. I keep it real so you can too. 
I don't take it for granted that in the little bit of time you have to spend on yourself each day, you choose to spend it with me. So let's get ready to be refreshed, to laugh a little, maybe cry a little, and celebrate all the things we face together as we discover our purpose in and out of motherhood.
Make sure to go visit my website at ashleyhenriot.com where you can subscribe to this podcast in iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in Motherhood Unfiltered, I would really appreciate you dropping a rating on iTunes and maybe encouraging a friend to join us too. I'd love to see you on TikTok or Instagram where I keep it real (laughs) in the reels. (laughs) Be sure to tune in next time. And thanks for listening to Motherhood Unfiltered.